You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. What's up, Bowlers? Welcome to the Derek's Megabowl Podcast. It is episode 16. And 10 weeks of the NFL season are in the books. We are now approaching week 11, the final week of the Derek's Megabowl regular season. Big week ahead because there's a lot of teams left fi- or trying to get that final playoff positions. All right, I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside me, we have a different cast of characters with us. We still have the man with, well, he doesn't have a stash anymore. He's got more of a beard, Eric Barsh. Then we have season two's champion and prior guest, Tyler Carl. And then we have the Derek's Megable insider, Patrick Donovan. Boys, how are you? Good. Ready to go. Happy there to you be go, here. Eric. Eric, you're quiet, dude. What's going on, man? You know, it's been a long day. No, I'm out of the playoffs, so I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. So I didn't know if you were missing Jake or what was going on. No, I'm just getting ready, got my research ready here. I'm uh three and oh on my trivias, so I'm just getting ready for this last one here. Yeah, you're you're the well. At least you have legit competition today because we are going to play Jeopardy. I am going to challenge these three guys in Jeopardy. Eric's got two knowledgeable people, unlike when he goes against Jake. So Jake is not joining us today. He's on a hunting trip. He just, well, he claims he got a book. We're pretty sure that his wife got the book for him, but he's taking the picture next to the book. So congrats, Jake, on that. All right, high points. For week 10, went to myself. I Good scored grin. 214 points. Illusion. Yep, it's uh, my crappy team. Kicked all of your butts. Not just you three, everybody in the Mega Bowls butts. You're welcome for that. You messaged me earlier in the day. Actually, it was, it was about midday. And you said, hey, Eric, you and I are in a competition to get most points this week. I didn't even score the most in my division. Well, at the time you were projected to score like 180, which was the closest. And I was projected like two something. So that's why I said that. But well, yep. rattle off your team. Let me hear this. My team. team. I had Patrick Mahomes, who carries me week to week. Jonathan Taylor finally had a big day. Deontay Foreman, who's been doing decent. I had Christian Kirk, Cole Komet. Who else did I have going that was... That was big. I can't remember my entire team. Jeff Wilson. So a bunch of scrubs showed Say up. Say no more. Up. Yep. It was a, I blew my load. Couldn't, I didn't save anything for this coming week when I, when I need it most. So, and then last place, one more week left. There is hope. Tyler Timmerman. Tyler Timmerman is holding down last place. He has to win. He, I think he's down a hundred points. The guy that was second closest got a win. So 
Tyler, you have to win this week. Otherwise, you're rocking that pink license plate. And I know Eric will check on you. I will deliver it. <laughs> All right, our power rankings. Brett Adams holds down the top spot, followed by Nate Rundy. Jonah Curley at three. Eric Ron jumps up to, up to four. Eric's better half, Hillary Barsh at five. Jordan Zinn at six. Patrick Donovan at number seven. He's one of the hottest teams in the league. Tyler Thomas at eight. Nate Weddick at nine. And then Joey Arneson at ten. Yeah, Patrick, feel pretty good to be on that list. Well, you said one of the hottest teams, so I'm on a six-win streak. Uh, Hillary is on a seven-win streak, uh, so I'm only the second hottest team in my division. But, uh, (laughs) no, I I had a solid week. It started off uh, rough. I know, Derek, I texted you after – I don't know if it was after week three or something, but it was anybody that had been on the podcast was, I think, at best even, um, if not way worse, and so – I think since I texted that to you, I think I've I've rattled off six six wins. But yeah, my, yeah. my team is thankfully peaking at the right time. So it seems if I call out your team, because I know I've talked smack about Tyler's team, I've said stuff about your team, Jake's team all the time, because Jake's just fun to bash and he started a O for the world. And Chad Burkholder, who was holding down the last spot at O and four, is now six and four. So I guess if I call you out, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm on a two-game win streak after you said I was going to lose. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm just trying to help you guys all out. Derek uh, said you were on a two-game win streak, and I saw that you were still what? What are you? 111th overall or something? 3-7, yeah. right? 109th yeah. overall. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's on a two-game win streak? Oh, okay. Well, yep, it's really bad. So, so Tyler and I are, were in the same division, um, and uh, – he picked up, we talked about this offline, but he picked up fields, right? Kind of right before he took off and rattled off like the 250 point weeks. And he beat the two people that were like closest to me in points and record. Um, so he gave me like a nice buffer um, for the playoffs. You're welcome. So, yeah, pre- I appreciate it. <laughs> My, uh... That's what it's about this time of year too. What's that? That's what it's about this time of year for guys like you and me, Tyler. It's like, we're not going to make the playoffs. It's mathematically ineligible to make the playoffs. So why not pick up these guys and beat up on these teams that are fighting for a playoff spot? To be fair, I, I knew about Fields talent a long time ago. You know, uh, <laughs> I drafted him last year uh, in the, uh, was it, is he's the second year, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I drafted him in uh, uh, Dynasty League, so I, I knew about his talent then. I picked him up in my other league that I'm just killing people in, too. So, I mean, it was the writing was on the wall. I just needed to have him in every league. You mean Jake didn't convince you with all of his knowledge about Justin Fields and fantasy football? Because that's his boy, and he told us he's going to be top 10. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, he, he is top did 10. nothing for me. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. I was trying to give you credit, man. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about playoffs. I discussed the format last week. I'm going to send out a picture of what the format is going to look like, just as a reminder. But those that do not make the playoffs, I am going to lock you guys out. You are no longer able to add or drop players. If for some reason the lock doesn't work, I do not want you to add or drop people. You are completely done if you're not making the playoffs. Don't look at your sleeper division playoff format or the matchups. Cause this is the final week after that. Um, Patrick's going to create something for us. I think 
and that's the or the playoff matchups we have to focus on. So I will remind everybody. I'll keep reminding people because I know people always seem to add or drop players, but don't please don't don't be that guy because I don't want to clean up your mess. All right, Eric, you wanted to talk a little bit about the waiver wire, and guys, you can jump into. So Eric's got some people that he feels that you should really focus on on the waiver wire for this upcoming week. Yeah, you guys can jump in too, but by the time people listen to this, the waivers are probably going to process anyway, but Kadarius Tony, he's probably picked up in your league, but if he's if he's available, Juju's most likely going to be out this week. He'd be a guy. A guy. If you need a tight end, uh, Zach Ertz just got hurt and is out for the year. So Trey McBride, he's a rookie. I'm not sure how good he'll be, but he played like 93% of the snaps after Ertz got hurt. David Njoku is going to be back here. Uh, Gus Edwards coming off a bye. He set off the game prior to that, so he should be healthy coming back. Eli Mitchell, I'm not sure if he was dropped in your league, but he might have been because he's been on the IR. He came back and was a 50-50 split with McCaffrey. And then uh, Keontae Ingram, uh, Eno Benjamin just got released. So Keontae is going to be the number two back in Arizona. Not sure how much he'll play, but James Conner can't really stay healthy. So, And then Van Jefferson is just a guy. I think the Rams is trying to find the right wide receiver for the Rams this week or even next week is going to be tough in place of Cooper Cup. But Van Jefferson or Ben Skoranek, that'd be the two that I would take a gamble on if I was going to. But um, those are the guys I have off the top of my head here. What uh, what did, what do you think about I mean Christian Watson? You know, I just yep. I was looking and looks like he's available in in some some Yahoo leagues and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I, I didn't. He wasn't like, available. He was one too. I don't think he's available in many of the makeable leagues. Yeah, he's not available. Divisions, but, but he's the guy. Yeah, I would. Oh, for sure. For and sure. I mean, it, you said Kadarius Tony. Same could be said about MVS. You know, I mean, there's a possibility he wasn't doing much that he could be out there too. I mean, anything to get a piece of the uh, the Chiefs offense, I think, is is probably pretty smart. Yep. I agree. I think I also saw too, um, Does I, I think Isaiah Pacheco has like the e, second easiest strength of schedule, like going through like the fantasy football playoffs. So if you have him, luck at, luck, luck at the draw. Yeah, definitely. He's What, he got 18 carries last game? I mean, that was so crazy to see CEH got no touches. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I was going to say, so, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So, Christian Watson mm-hmm. looks like he's available in eight of the ten, at least based oh, on rosters for, rosters for week ten. More than I thought. Um, I looked, must looked at it. Ty- Tyler, I'm, I'm picking him up in ours, and I have number one priority, so save your claims. <laughs> uh, um, that's fine. But, uh, yeah, he was pretty, pretty much my only one. I don't know. I feel like – with as deep as these leagues are, it's like, I mean, the fact that he's available in all these, I'm assuming Tony's, you know, is owned in all of them. Uh, there's one where he's not, so maybe go snag him up if you're in the one lucky division. But, yeah, it's pre- it's a pretty bare waiver wire with uh, yeah. 12 teams and uh, three flexes. Yeah, I think it makes tough. it more fun, though. It does, for sure. All right. I wish there, I wish I wish there was a running back because I have to start. I think I have to start Alexander Madison this week, or you know Benjamin. Oh. 
Neither yeah, of them. Yeah, but Eno on the Texans, though, he could be yeah. the third down back. I don't Sexy Rexy Burkhead so. is not a stud. He is not worth playing. So, you know, you know, was something must have happened in Arizona for him to get cut because he was doing well. What about uh, Deshaun? Are a lot of people rostering Deshaun Watson ahead of the uh, playoffs, anticipating his return? If you're a playoff team, wouldn't you do that almost just so that he doesn't play against you late in the playoffs? I would hate to face him if he gets hot late. I, I'm not. You'd have, they'd him. have to He's face you. Good this year, but I wouldn't want to face him late in the year. If they're but starting, you'd have to face him in your. You'd have to play somebody in your division. Otherwise, right. you have a good chance of facing him. I don't know. I think, yeah. I mean, if you don't have, if you have a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Fields at this point, Tua, Jalen Hurts, maybe outside of, I think, who, I don't know who else, Joe Burrow. Lamar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Lamar. Other than that, I mean, if you're still rolling with Tom Brady or some of these guys, yeah, why not get Deshaun Watson? I mean, he hasn't played in what, a year and a half? So who knows how he's going to be in the, one time we saw him at the or watched him in the preseason, he went oh and like four or five in his attempts. He looked rough, but he's Deshaun Watson. So, all right. Since we have our Mega Bowl insider here, Patrick, he's gonna do a little Patrick session. I don't know what else to call it, but he has a lot of information about the Mega Bowl that I think you guys will find interesting. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to overwhelm you guys with some stats and maybe uh, play a couple games with it. So um, as far as number of teams alive, this is according to my uh, kind of my hacks together uh, model. Um, so 48 teams make the playoffs. I show at least 75 with a more than 0.01% chance. Um, although I should say that given the format, Derek, if I guess if someone scored a million points this week, they would be in the playoffs. Uh, right. Though it would be unlikely that they would, there wouldn't be someone else who had the same players, to, uh, et cetera. Um, as far as expected teams in the playoffs per division, um, Hanson Division is supposed to have the most um, 5.4, then O Town, 98 Degrees, LFO, Boys to Men, Backstreet Boys, InSync, New Kids on the Block, Jonas Brothers, and One Direction. Um, so every team should have about at least four, I would expect. Um, some might have as many as six. So um, some divisions more competitive than others. Um, and then, so I did put together some stuff on just kind of like looking at teams, you know, which teams drafted, which players, and then how they're doing now. Um, so we can make a little bit of a game of this, uh, Derek, I was texting with you about this, but, uh, I'll let, uh, Eric and Tyler guess. So I have the, the average wins, uh, or average records by teams who drafted like X player. So, you know, if you drafted this person, this is like your average record. Um, so I have the top 10 and the bottom 10. So basically, like if you drafted this person, you have a good team versus if you drafted this person, you have a bad team. Not necessarily if they're still on your team or not. Um, but uh, Tyler, I'll give you, you can guess three people uh, for the top and three people for the bottom if you're up for it. Okay. Uh, for the top, Mahomes. Mixon and let's see Cooper Cup for the bottom. Uh, okay, go ahead. Oh no, no, you go. Oh, yeah, finish your guesses, and then I'll, I'll let Eric go two more and give you any answers. 
In the bottom, I'm going to go Keenan Allen, Jonathan Taylor, Javante Williams. Those are the those are my first three picks. That's why my <laughs> I was going to so say yeah, the sign first one. <laughs> Eric, what do you got? I'm going to say I'm going to say Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts as my top three because I think quarterback is where it's at. And then bottom, um, bottom, I'm going to go. Um, Marquise Brown, Cortland Sutton, and Najee Harris. Um, so uh, Mahomes is correct. That's the number one. Uh, they're on average uh, six six point three wins, um, or sixty three wins among the ten people that have them. Um, next is uh, Josh Jacobs with sixty two, tied with. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. So quarterbacks, obviously very important. Um, they all have 62 wins, or as a as an aggregate, they have 62. Um, Christian Kirk, 61. This is the crazy one. Um, well, so tied with Justin Jefferson at 60, um, Romeo Dobbs drafters have 60 wins. Hmm. Which Doing is well, even though my record doesn't show it. <laughs> yeah, that was the one that kind of jumped out at me. And then um Chris Olave, Joe Burrow, Damian Pierce, Michael Carter, and Miles Sanders at 59. Wow. Um, worst teams. Um, good job, Tyler. Uh, Keenan Allen, number one, 34 wins. Uh, Najee Harris, Eric, number two, 35 wins. Uh, tied with Isaiah McKenzie at 35 wins. Um, 36 wins is Elijah Moore. 39 wins is Dalton Schultz. Uh, tied at 40 is Hunter Renfro, Drake London, Jahan Dotson. And then at 41 is uh, Javante, uh, Devonta Smith, Naheem Hines, and the Dallas Cowboys defense. Uh, and I should, sorry, I should specify, these were all, um, they were uh, only players that were drafted in every league. That was okay. the, the requirement to be on this list. Um, so, and then, what was this? Oh, uh, just so there was a couple ones. So uh, Jonathan Taylor was like kind of middle of the pack, um, like 45 wins or something like that. Um, there was like a lot of them right in that 45, which makes sense because that's about, that's just kind of, you know, 50-50. Um, I think that's that. Um, any any player that anybody's interested in wants to look up? No, but I, I can definitely see how like Josh Jacobs, Damian Pierce, because – are going to be towards the top because if you drafted those guys, it was most likely probably after Josh Jacobs was, could have been round five, but Damian Pierce was going to be a later pick. So if you got if you hit on one of those guys and still had your early picks to hit on someone, then I definitely makes sense why you'd be at the top there. Mm-hmm. Right. And then yeah, Josh Jacobs. I think his, his ADP was like fifty four. So what is that like middle of the fifth, something yeah. like that. So, Where would like and then, Brees Hall be, or Brees Hall or like Ken Walker, one of them rookie running backs that are have been studs, or you know Brees Hall had helped you early in the year. They might have propelled somebody, but if you had someone to fill in for him once he got hurt, yeah. So Brees Hall is fifty five wins. Um, there's yeah, I mean there's as you go down the list, there's just like a bunch, you know, grouped in each, um, 
It'd be interesting to see Ken Walker when he came back and took over the role, what the records of those teams would be from then to now. Like essentially since he's been starting. Yeah, right. Same with like Travis Etienne, you know, some of these guys that finally have the lead dog role. You, I would expect they'd be doing extremely well. Yeah. But. Right. I was surprised like Darren Waller wasn't on there. Um, oh. And uh, I'm trying to think of someone else, but. Uh, anyway. Kyle Pitts. Hey, well, <laughs> the, you know, there's just such strong drafters drafting him that they were able to, you know, make up for those. I, I think, I think there, were, I was thinking about that. I think there were enough misses in the, in the range that he was drafted that like, it wasn't as like every team was kind of hurt in that round. Like, unless you grab Tyreek Hill in that, like, mid-second, third round. Um, but, uh, um, so then I then I have play uh, players by the, like, so the projected number of each player in the playoffs, does that make sense? So there will be, like, 10, you know, 10 divisions represented. Um, so there are 10 Patrick Mahomes, for instance, in play. Um, does anyone want to take a guess at the top five of these? Derek, I don't think I told you these, did I? No. I, w- I mean, I would say Patrick Mahomes has to be on that list for sure. I would say yeah. Eckler. Jefferson. Yeah, Eckler. Eckler, was, Eckler one. was one of my guess, guesses earlier this morning. Justin Jefferson. Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, I would, stick, I would stick with the quarterbacks. I, w- I would say Josh, or Josh Allen Josh is Allen. probably there. Justin Hurts is probably there. So um, this is by, so this is, uh, right. So playoff odds by, uh, think about how to say this, like current roster. So this is not like by drafted. So number one is Mahomes. They're, so there expects to be over eight Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Then you guys are right. So it's basically quarterbacks. It's Mahomes, Burrow, Tua, um, Chris Olave, Josh Allen, Christian Kirk, Damian Pierce, Gus Edwards, Stephon Diggs, Miles Sanders, Joshua Palmer, Ramondre Stevenson, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, and then Tyler Algier. Um, so really Gus Edwards and he's played what one and a half games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm projected. I'm the 24 seat right now projected, but I just picked him up. Right. So I mean, so it's just kind of, you know, whoever teams need running backs, I guess. So, um, and then I guess, so, well, this is kind of a silly stat, but like the bottom teams, um, like the bottom players, like, like the lowest projected playoff ownership that are above zero is like, Isaiah Likely, Kenny Galladay, Richie James, Rex Burkhead, Marlon Mack, Rashad Bateman, Sky Moore. Sky Moore was rostered on my team for like nine weeks. Okay. Um, in other words, if you have one of those guys in your team, they should not be on your team. Right. Right. Or it means you haven't touched your roster in six weeks because you started off 0-4. Yeah. Um, hey, I started off 0-4. Oh, I, I wasn't talking about – you know, I, I was uh, rhetorical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought uh, you were coming out. No, but he he just yeah. wanted to remind you that you started out 0 and 4. Yeah. I started at 1 and 3, so. Um Okay, so this is a silly one. Uh this is the win-loss of teams by how many running backs they drafted in the first 3 picks. So no one drafted 3 running backs in the first 3 picks. Um but of teams that drafted zero running backs in the first 3 picks, um they are an average uh like 6.25 wins. So like a, a little bit better than six and four. And there's a, a 63% chance that each of them makes the playoff or like in total. Um, if you were a one RV drafter of the first three rounds, 
Um, you're on average 5.22 wins with a 47% chance of making the playoffs. And if you drafted two in the first few rounds, you're on average 4, 4.63 wins with a 30% chance of making the playoffs. Yep. So th yep. this is misleading because the, the zero running back drafters of like zero running backs in the first three rounds, there are four of us. Um, and so it's a pretty, it's a pretty small sample size, but um, I think there were just so many misses in the first, like, like the top running backs um, that it makes sense. Um, and then I have a uh, win loss by draft position. Anybody have a guess as the best or the worst draft position? Best position, like three. I was going to say three or six. I'll go eight just to be different. Uh, five is the best. Um, six is the worst, um, followed by first and fourth, which I guess makes sense because first place is probably a lot of, or first was a lot of Jonathan Taylor's. Um, fifth is the best. 5.6 wins, um, average 60% of them will make the playoffs. Um, followed by eighth, uh, tied, uh, third and eighth are tied, th third and eighth are tied uh, at 5.4, or sorry, uh, with second. I'm all over the place. Um, so, yeah, there was a couple definite spots, which I'm assuming those are the ones that drafted, like, uh, probably like Najee, maybe Jonathan Taylor. I'm trying to think other big misses, but. It's crazy that the fifth and sixth are the most or the best and the worst because fifth and sixth, you're right next to each other. So you could swap a lot of those players. I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, and then, okay, I'll, I'll kind of fire through some of these stupid ones. Um, uh, the mo so I look at uh, looking at transactions. So like um, what players were dropped and who did the dropping and adding. So the most transacted player. Um, so the, the the player that was added or dropped the most times. Um, and this is as of like now. So like this doesn't include obviously tomorrow or like tonight. Um, but does anyone want to take a guess at like the top five? Or like any person that would be in this list? Uh, I'll say Isaiah Pacheco is in this list. Yeah, it's going to be guys you take shots on. Garrett Wilson. Deion Jackson. Yeah, Deion Jackson was a good one. That's one I was P thinking. Pacheco's number one. So he was he was transacted 44 times. Uh, number two is Irv Smith. Number three is Josh Reynolds. Four is Deion Jackson. Uh, and then Nico Collins, Kyron Williams, uh, which is, I have a funny one about that. Um, uh, Chuba Hubbard, Jalen Warren, Paris Campbell, Corey Davis, Taysom Hill. Jared Goff, Rex Burkhead, Jarek McKinnon, Wandale, Joshua Palmer. Those are all above 30 or more. So Isaiah was number one with 44. Um, transactions by manager. Um, first place uh, by a, a very large margin is Chris Oberender. Um, he's made 54 transactions. Uh, second place is 40 transactions, uh, who is Caden. Uh, I was going to say, I know my brother's got to be up there. Yep. Uh, number three is Greg Schaefer at 38. Uh, number four and five are uh, on this podcast. Eric is at 35. Uh, Derek is at 34. Uh, High five. And then it kind of drops off. Let's see. Tyler, are you on? I have 22. Um, Tyler's at 19. So um, a very top heavy there with Chris O'Brander. Um, the majority of them are free agents. Um, and actually, so one of those, so Chris Oberender in, the, I, I just kind of picked out this little, uh, this little like 48 hour period. So 
Uh, Kyron Williams, he added him at 5.40 in the morning on October 26th, dropped him five minutes later, um, picked him up again the following morning at 9.50, dropped him two hours later at 11.30, and then finally picked him up again that evening at 6.30. So, anyways. Uh, got uh, early morning grinders. So this is just a shout-out to the guys that are doing uh, – guys and gals that are doing uh, – uh, this is these are free agent uh, acquisitions, not waiver wires. So uh, between the hours of two a.m. and five a.m., uh, Jason Niles is up there with thirteen. Uh, Nate Rundy eleven. Chad Gill ten. Uh, Jess Carn six. And then there's a handful with four and three. So Niles told me he sets an alarm for the for the waiver clears, like the guys yep. that didn't get picked up. Two a.m. sets an alarm. Says ready to go. Doesn't he have a little kid too? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I was going to say, he has a little one. I know Jess Carnes has a little one. Patrick, I know you made some waiver claims at that time. You but Niles is crazy enough to do that. Right, yes. He yes. loves. He just loves winning so much that he's yeah. crazy enough to do it. Yep. Um, let's see what else. I think I have like one or two more. Oh, so th- this is just the uh, the on again, off again. So this is the number of times that a single manager added or dropped a single player, like the most common. So number one is Chris Oberender and Kyron Williams. He's added or dropped him eight, to eight times. Uh, Chad Gill and the Miami Dolphins, seven times. Chris Oberender and Wandale Robinson, six times. Caden, uh, six times with both Corey Davis and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Derek Hubbard, Dante Foreman, five times. And then Eric Barsh, Isaiah Pacheco, five times. Pacheco, I was going to say Pacheco has to be close on my list. He's got to, I've probably done it four times, but I remember Deontay Foreman. I kept picking him up, dropping him, picking him up, dropping him just because I was just waiting for McCaffrey to get hurt. And then I dropped him literally like an hour before he got, or before McCaffrey got traded. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And luckily I got him in waivers, but still I was sweating that one out. That was probably the week that Foreman went off for 30 points too. I have to play him every week. The reason I have so many tra- transactions because half of my team is hurt. It sucks. I feel but, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I with with the foreman that new. So I I felt really smart because I was watching that Thursday night game and I picked him up, and then I dropped I dropped Michael Carter for him, which I didn't like at the time. I kind of regretted. Um, and then I dropped foreman for Pacheco when that news broke on Sunday morning that he was going to be the starter. Uh, and now none of them are on my roster. So, uh, anyways, uh, so um, so we have 16 roster spots, 10 starting lineup positions. This is the last thing. Um, so these are just the people that have like uh, rostered and started the most and the least unique players. If that makes sense. So basically, are you, you know, are you just you know, you have Patrick Holmes, you're starting him every single week, um, or are you, you know, streaming people or whatever. So um, there are three people that have started. 32 unique players, um, which is kind of wild. Um, Alex Ames, Caden Hubbard, Chris Oberender, believe it or not. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, Tyler, you're there. Tw- you have 29 unique starts. Um, Eric has 29. Um, Jason, uh, a lot of seven. Or, tw- sorry, 27. Uh, Hillary and Derek are both at 27. Um, least uh, unique. Uh, Mitch Kemp at 13. Uh, he, doesn't, at 16. he doesn't sub out of his bye weeks, which we learned. 
Yeah, even he, though he he would have made he would have been a shoe in for the playoffs if he had started people that were playing because he was he was going to get that six seed. He had like fifteen hundred points, but um, and then um, so unique rostered players. Um, so uh, believe it or not, Chris Over under the most at forty three. Um, and this is this would be just um at week's end. So if you if you if you did the churning of like five people, it would only it would only hit um when. Like their game actually registered, if that makes sense. But he was still at 43. Caden was at 42. Eric Barsh is at 40. Um, Parker Jackerine at 38. Um, Derek Hubbard at 36. Side with a few others. So unique rostered players. Uh, I think half of those are defenses, right, Eric? Just kidding. Um, yeah. And then the the least unique rostered players. So keep in mind, we only rostered 16 people. Um, four people have only rostered 18 people, which is kind of wild. Um, couple with nineteen and a couple with twenty. So oh. interesting. And then uh, highest scoring weeks. Uh, week eight was the highest scoring, <clears throat> followed by week two, week four, week one, week five, week ten, seven, three, nine, six. So that's all I got. Sorry, that was a mouthful. No, that's great info. That's why we have you, man. You're the best insider we have that I know. You are way better than Adam Schefter, but Adam Schefter is one up you, man. I think you need to pose a picture like Kirk Cousins and Adam Schefter did. I don't know if you've seen this, but shirt off, wearing some uh, glasses, got the gold chain around. <laughs> got to step your game up, man. No, I don't, just, I, don't, I don't do social media. So. Oh, my bad. <laughs> just podcasts. All right. So that's it for our Patrick session. Thank you for providing us all that knowledge. It's, it's fun information. I love, I love hearing it. I'm sure others do as well. <clears throat> all right. So we're going to do our pick them. It's our last pick them week of the season. So last week, Jake went six and six overall. Eric went seven and five and I went nine and three. So our records are at, I'm at first in first place now at 30 and 18, Jake at 20 and 19 and Eric at 28 and 20. We've changed every week, I think, so far, who's been leading. Yep. So, all right. This week, we are going to do One Direction and the Hanson Division. Jake did send us in his picks. So when it gets to that point, I can let everybody know what he picks. But Tyler and Patrick are going to join us this week and make some selections as well. So let me get everything pulled up here. <clears throat> All right, so we got the Hanson. We're going to start out one direction. So the first matchup we have, we have the three and seven Ethan Ames. And we have the three and seven Ryan Wrecker, two teams playing their final week. Ethan, he's got Justin Herbert. He's got James Conner. He's losing Kenny Walker on a bye. He's got Devontae Adams, DeAndre Swift, Alec Pierce. Looks like he's going to be able to throw Damian Harris back in the mix, possibly Joanne Dotson. And then we have Ryan Recker, who's got Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Pollard, Diggs, Zard. Um, I'm going to go, I'll go Ethan Ames. Eric. Yeah, I am also going Ethan Ames, and I don't know if you guys factored this in at all, but I just saw a tweet today that 
the Buffalo area is supposed to get 30 plus inches of snow this weekend. So that Browns and Bills game, I am devaluing every player in that game. So anybody with Josh Allen, I am not expecting 40 points from like I normally do. So yeah, I'm going to Ethan names in this one. All right. And Jake went Ryan Wrecker. I know the thing's not loading for you guys, Tyler, Patrick. Do you just have a guess, Ethan or Ryan, based off what I said? Ethan's in what, middle school? I think I can. <laughs> yeah. Tyler Ames' is boy. I, I, I got through the One Direction, so I, 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 I had picked uh, Ryan for this one. Yeah, Ryan. All right. So our next matchup. We have G Hess at four and six versus Team Kemper Mitch, Mitch Kemper at five and five, the guy who probably could have made the playoffs if he changed his lineup. G Hess, he's got Derek Carr, he's got Michael <coughs> Carter, Chubb, AJ Brown, Devin Duvernay, Josh Palmer. And then Mitch Kemper, he's got Lamar Jackson, Singletary, Brandon Cooks, Mooney, AJ Dillon, Eckler. He is losing Waddle on a bye. Yeah, he's gonna have to. He's got some major holes to fill. So, I'm gonna go. Oh boy, I'll go Mitch Kemper, even though he's got some holes to fill. Eric, that's my pick. That's my pick. You got that too. Yep. Right. Yeah, I'm going Mitch Kemp as well. All right. That was my pick as well. Clean sweep. Jake has taken Mitch Kemper as well. All right. Our next matchup: we had the five and five Colton Skaggs versus the seven and three Scott Howard. Colton Skagg, he's losing. Oh, boy, he's going to have to pick up a quarterback because right now he just has – he's got Deshaun Watson on the bench, and he's got Geno Smith, so he's probably looking the waiver wire. He also has Delvin Cook, Elvin Kamara, Amon Rond, Scary Terry, Mark Andrews, hopefully coming back. He's going against Scott Howard, who has Josh Allen, but as Eric alluded to, has bad weather. Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, who is now the sole running back on the team as since they lost Khalil Herbert. And then he's got a bunch of people that are going to be out. Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, Roheem, Mostert, Juju is going to be out. He has Clyde Edwards in his starting lineup, but I'm sure he's not going to want to play him. And he doesn't have much on the bench. So with that said, Scott Howard is 7-3. I think he's going to go 7-4, Colton Skiggs, for the win. Same. Eric? Colton Skiggs as well. You know, you're not going to make up much ground on me if you're just picking the same teams. I'm just picking and choosing my matchups here. I'll get you. Nickel and dime you. All right. Colton. You guys got good. it. Colton? Mm-hmm. Patrick, I had Colton, Colton as well. I, I So I don't know if this is a legitimate concern, but, you know, some the team that doesn't have a quarterback, they might just not pick one up. I feel like there's a pretty good pretty good chance of that. So. <laughs> All right. We got two more in this division. Five and five. Guy that's been very popular in our <laughs> podcast, Chris Oberender. He will pick he somebody up. You don't have to worry okay. about that. I was, yep, was going to say, I, ha- I haven't seen his name, but that's why I see three, no, three B. That's what I yeah. keep seeing. So that makes sense. I know. Okay. So five and five, Chris Oberender versus the seven, three team, DeCantis. T. DeCantis. So anyways, Chris, he's got Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon. Keenan is in his Keenan Allen is in a starting lineup, but I'll believe it when I see it. He's got Sutton, who probably has more valuable or more value now that he's the Lone Ranger without uh, Judy. 
He has Patrick's boy in pits. T. Dick Tannis. <laughs> I am butchering that. He's got Joe Burrow. He's got Ramonde, Ramonde Stevenson. He's got Joe Mixon, Gabe Davis, who looks like he's going in bad weather, Travis Kelsey, Zeke. I'm going to go, I think he's going to get to eight and three. I'll go the T. Dick Tennis. Eric. Chris Oberender all the way. All those moves he made, he can slide Tony in there. He's good to go. Obi-Wan right. Kenobi for me. All right. Yeah, I got Chris as well, just because of the tight end advantage. All right, and Jake is going Chris as well. All right, a final matchup of the One Direction division. We got the three and seven Sarah DeMarte versus the five and five Raging Punt, who I think is Kyle Hoffman, if I'm correct. So Sarah, she's got Patrick Mahomes, or Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, Devontae Smith. And Raging Punt, he's got Jared Goff so far in his starting lineup. He's got, oh boy, Damian Pierce, Pittman, Hopkins, Taysom Hill, Hawkinson. I'll look at his bench here. He's going to be able to throw Najee Harris back up there, Deontay Johnson, but still. Yeah, he's got a kind of, I'm going to go Raging Punt. I'll give him the, I, he's got Taj Boyd, Josh Jacobs. It's actually Kyle Hotman. By the way, but, yeah, you I could have corrected me right away. Too. All right, you're going with Kyle. Yep. No, I know him. He's losing. <laughs> I, I I was looking through this one. I, I, we, so we found one of the non-playoff Patrick Mahomes teams here. I was looking at Sarah's draft. Um, well, just her team. So she drafted DJ Moore and Devonta Smith too. Where I was very high on them elsewhere, and that, that's a pretty rough draft. Although Kyle also kind of missed on uh, Najee and Deontay and Chase Edmonds, but uh, ultimately I picked Kyle. All right. I did skip one yep. and it's the battle of the brothers, Aaron Kaiser versus Adam Kaiser. Aaron Kaiser's at six and four. Adam Kaiser is seven and three. Aaron, he's got cousins, Naeem Hines, Sanders, Alave, Jefferson, Lamb, Ayuk, T Higgins. He is losing two of the suite, Jeff Wilson. He might get Darren. Well, no, Darren Waller's on. IR, isn't he? And then Adam Kaiser, he's hopefully getting Kyler Murray back. He's got Gibson, Drake, Nico Collins, Debo Samuel. He's losing Cooper Cup, which is going to hurt. And he also has Chris Godwin on a bye and Christian Kirk on a bye. Ouch, rough week. So it looks like he's going to throw on. Oh, he's got Travis Etienne on a bye. (laughs) He's got one person that he can slip into the spot, and that's Cam Akers. And he's got one, two, three spots to fill. Good luck with that. Is who? Which one's older, Eric? Do you know these guys? Yeah, Adam Kaiser's the older brother. All right, I'm taking younger brother to take him down, Aaron Kaiser. I am as well taking Aaron Same. Kaiser, and he basically needs to win to get in, so it's a big matchup for both of them. Aaron for the win. I love it, Patrick. Aaron as well. Yeah. All right, and then we have our final division, the Hanson, the Umbap division. All right, so we got the five and five Brandon Bowles, I believe that's the name, versus the six and four Blake Jones, two must-win games. It's Brianne Bowles, by the way. Brianne Bowles, my bad. All right, Brianne Bowles has Russell Wilson, Hines, Delvin Cook, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, George Kittle, Daryl Henderson. I mean, she's losing Tyree Kill. Yeah, she's kind of a rough, 
week for her. And then Blake Jones, he's got Jared Goff, Damian Pierce, Kamara. He does lose Cooper Cup. He's got Lazard, Pitts, Patterson. Seeing who he can throw in a spot. He'll probably throw in uh, Paris Campbell, maybe Allen Robinson, I would assume. I'll go Blake Jones. I'm going Blake Jones as well here. I agree with you. All right. Blake Jones. Who, who had Kyle Pitts? Blake? Blake has Kyle Blake. Pitts. All right. And Jake's going bowls here on this one, taking the opposite of us. All right, next up, we have the 7-3 and three, Nick Budin versus the 5-5 five and five, Melody, who is Patrick Shaheen. Nick, he's got Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Chris Alave, Gabe Davis, Sutton, Tony, DeAndre Carter. Pretty loaded team versus Kyler Murray, Chubb, David Montgomery, Adams, Devontae Smith. He is losing Tyler Lockett but it does look like he can throw in possibly Cam Akers, Michael Carter into that mix. I love Nick's team. I know Josh Allen is possibly going to face bad weather, but I think Nick's got one of the best teams in the league. So I'm going Nick. Yeah, I am too. Cause I'm not sure who Pat Shaheen's another person who might have to pick up a quarterback if Kyler Murray doesn't play. So. Right. But. Not a good time right now to pick up quarterbacks. Tyler, Patrick, Nick. I'll go Nick as well. Oh boy, Nick's probably going to be pissed at us. Pissed at us if he listens to this. Yep. It's never good when it's a clean sweep on a per, on a on a team. All right. Next up, I'm I, I don't even have to look at the roster. I know who I'm picking on this one. <laughs> we got the one and nine Tyler Timmerman who is sitting in dead last place in record and points. Versus a three and seven Benton Rose. Oh man, he might get the win. Now looking at this, I'm gonna have to talk to Benton. All right, Tyler, he's got Jimmy G, Taylor, Gibson. He's losing Juju, he's losing DK, and he's gonna have to start Melvin Gordon, likely, possibly Michael Gallup. He might get Keenan Allen back in the mix. He'll probably throw in Drake London. Versus Benton Rose. He has, oh man, he'll probably throw Derek Carr into the mix since Trevor Lawrence is on a bye. He's got AJ Dillon, Eckler, he's losing Jalen Waddell, losing Gasecki, losing Mike Evans. He does have Debo, George, George Pickens. I'm trying to see who he could throw into the mix here. Man, he lost Herbert, he lost Waller. Oh boy. All right, I'm switching. I'm picking Tyler for the win. I think Tyler saves his record. Saves the license plate. I mean, he's given himself a chance having Jimmy G at quarterback, so you can't really blame the guy. But I'm really hoping he loses, but I am picking him to win. Benton, boy, you're going to break a lot of hearts if you don't win, man. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Jake took Tyler. You guys going the underdog? Yep. Patrick? Uh, I'll just be the the uh, antagonist. I'll pick Ben. All right, good. I didn't want us to have a clean sweep. That would have been embarrassing. All right. Next up, we have the five and five, Tim Stokes. We do have to bring back on this podcast him to give the America's Funniest Home Videos After Dark episode when the season ends. And he's going against the three and seven Alex Ames. 
Pat or Tim, he's got Herbert, Singletary, Stevenson, Amon Ron, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he's hurting though because he's losing Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Leonard Fournette. Ooh, Timmy, not looking good. Then he's going against Alex Ames, who I think has won two straight. Partially due because he's got Justin Fields. He's got Najee Harris. He's got Mitchell starting in his lineup, who's getting 50-50 carries. Diggs, McLaurin, Higgins. Yep, I'm all over this Alex on this one. Ames, he's got a solid team right now. Right now, it's too bad he's three and seven. Four weeks too late. Three and seven is <laughs> not going to do it. Yeah, I'm also going Alex Ames, but I think it's a pretty close matchup. Jake in his notes said he's taking Alex Ames only because of Justin Fields. Great fantasy knowledge there. Patrick? I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go with Tim. All right. All right, two more matchups. We got the six and four P Fred versus the five and five Ted Hing. Eric, do you know how to say his last name? Hinchin? I don't okay, know. Good. I don't know who it his is. His name's but... Ted. We're going to say Ted versus P Fred. P Fred, he's got Patty Mahomes. He's got Zeke. He is losing Kenny Walker. He has Hopkins, Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Hawkinson. Looks like he's, he's going to get Joe Mixon back in the mix. It's a pretty solid team. Versus Ted, he's got Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, Mooney, Wandell. Hopefully he gets Mark Henry back in the mix. A.J. Brown, Brandon Ayuk. That looks like that will be his roster. I'm going to go P. Fred because I really hope Patrick Mahomes has a game. Yeah, I think P. Fred wins. And that is a team that I'm thinking a lot of playoff teams hope loses because that's going to be a pretty solid team come playoffs. Yeah, once he gets Kenny Walker back, I mean, he sat on Hopkins all year. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty dang good team. And Mixon, yeah, that's a good team. Which right, one what do you guys Derek, got? Which one had Derrick Henry? Ted. Uh, Hinchin, yeah. I'm going with him. Derrick Henry runs for 200 this week. Who does he play? Green Bay. Oh, oh yeah. It could happen. Uh, I'm going to go with Paul. All right. And then our final pick of this little segment, we have seven and three, Sean Foley versus the seven and three, Andrew Ferguson, two heavyweights going at it. All right, Sean has got Jalen Hurts, Swift, Pollard, Pittman, Palmer, Gus Edwards. He's losing ETN, he's losing Kirk. He's got Jamar Chase out. Boy, he's got a pretty solid team though once everybody's back. Then he's going against Andrew Ferguson, Joe Burrow, Jamal Williams, Jacobs, Jefferson. He's going to lose Dallas Goddard. He's got Tyler Boyd, Foreman, Aaron Jones, James Conner. Wow. This team is pretty solid, too. Oh, I'll go Sean Foley this week. And I am going the opposite way. I'm going Andrew Ferg. Andrew for yeah. me. All right. Jake went Andrew as well. Last pick, Patrick. Jalen Hurts. Give me Sean. Yeah, that's why I literally just picked him because of Sean or Jalen Hurts this week at Indy. All right, that's it for our pick em. All right. Last week, I had the guys play Family Feud. This week, we are going to do Jeopardy. And these three guys, hold on, I'm trying to get my screen back. 
gotta figure out. I'm on my wife's computer and this is all messed up. She's got three screens. All right, so here's the rules. There's four categories, five questions in each category. I will read the question and you guys, in order to answer, you have to say your name. So if I would say, who's the worst fantasy player? If you say Eric, you get the first guess. You have to answer what is. If you do not answer what is, you automatically lose points. Person Good thing I watch Jeopardy like four days a week. Yeah, person with the most points at the end of the game is the winner. We will have a final Jeopardy in which you can wager points. You guys ready? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. So. Eric, since you are the regular guest, I'm going to let you have the board. So five topic or five questions in each one. They're all worth one, two, three, four, five hundred points. All right. Here's the topics. Highest total. Unlucky. Random. An outranking ADP. So highest total, unlucky, random, and outranking ADP. I probably should have wrote this down, but um, I'll do highest total for 100. All right, highest total for 100. <clears throat> Who is the number one scoring running back in PPR? Eric. Yes. Yes? What is Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler is correct. Hey, by the way, Patrick and Tyler, no cheating. <laughs> All right, you control the board. Uh, we'll do highest scoring for 200. Highest total. Get it right. Highest total, yeah. What player scored the most touchdowns in a game outside of a quarterback? Tyler. Tyler. What is Joe Mixon? Mixon is correct. All right, Tyler, I'll you do... control the board. I'll do random for 100. Random for 100. There are four cat-themed teams in the league. Lions, Bengals, Panthers, Jaguars. Who is the only player who has had 100 yards receiving? Who is the only player who has had 100-yard receiving games for three of these teams? So Lions, Bengals, Panthers, Jaguars. Five, four, three, two, one. The answer is Marvin Jones. That's the $100 question? Yeah. That's the $100 question. Random oh. is very tough. Random, it's actually, random is really interesting. It's by far the most interesting category. So it's highest total, unlucky, random, and outranking ADP. Tyler, you control the board. Outranking ADP for 100. All right. Which top 10 score, scoring quarterback has the most, has most outperformed his ADP? Which Tyler. top 10 scoring? Okay, Tyler. Um, what is... Joe Burrow. Wrong. Eric. Matt Patrick. Oh. <laughs> Eric. What is Tua Tagovailoa? Wrong. You are 100 under. Patrick. Yes. What is Justin Fields? Wrong. Oh. What the answer is, what is Geno Smith? Hmm. All right. Tyler, you still got the board, man. You're winning unlucky at zero points. All right. Unlucky for 100. What Where receiver should I, currently? Should I have 100? You. Oh, yep. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I was thinking that was a $100 point. My bad. My bad. Sorry. Only 
Patrick's in the negative. All right, unlucky 400. Which receiver currently has the most targets without a touchdown? Currently. Which receiver currently has the most targets without a Eric. touchdown? Eric. What is Jacoby Myers? Wrong. Patrick. Patrick. Is it Deontay Johnson? Tyler. What is Deontay Johnson? <laughs> it is Deontay Johnson. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to say it, but clearly he got it. No, nope. rules are rules. You're good. All right. <laughs> Derek, Tyler, you smile part. next time. Uh, yeah. Let's go highest for three hundred. Highest total for three hundred. Which quarterback scored the most points in a single week this year? Eric. Tyler. Eric. What is Justin Fields? Wrong. Tyler, what is yep. Patrick Mahomes? Correct. Patrick, or, all right, Tyler, you're What's... sitting in the lead with five. It is Patrick uh, let's, let's go highest for 400. Eric, get off your computer. <laughs> all right, which team, which team has the highest turnover margin? Which team has the best turnover margin? Tyler, what are yes. the Eagles? Eagles at plus 13, correct. All right. One left on the highest total. Um, let's go highest for 500. This defense is the highest scoring defense in fantasy football. This defense has scored the most points in fantasy football. Eric. Yeah. And he's froze. What is oh, there you go. The, the Denver Broncos? You're only minus 900, but keep going. The only way you can get back up right, is if you oh. keep guessing. All right, five, four, three, two, one. The answer is, what is the New England Patriots? Tyler, you still control the board. Highest total is completely finished. Let's do our ranking ADP for 200. All right, our ranking ADP. Which top 10 scoring running back has most outperformed his ADP? Tyler. Josh Jacobs. Patrick. I should say this. This isn't oh. based just on Megable. This is based on Fanny Spurs. Is this, is we'll this say PPR that. scoring standard? What PPR is scoring. PPR scoring. Everything's PPR scoring. Did that? I mean, sorry, you only lost 200 points. You're kicking everybody's butt. So, all right, Patrick, did you have a guess? He's afraid to lose points. Just go after it. Well, I he didn't say what is, so that's who I thought it was too. But the way that you responded oh. to him made me think that it was also the wrong answer, so I didn't want to. Oh, guess sorry. It. So yeah. I was going to say okay. what is Josh Jacobs, but no, you're you're good. You don't have to answer. <laughs> okay. All right, five, four, three, two, one. What is Ramonde Stevenson? Oh, top ten. All right, Let's Tyler. Unlucky, unlucky for two hundred. All right, unlucky for two hundred. Which team? Is the worst has the worst turnover ratio? Five, four, three. Patrick. Eric, Patrick. The Jets. What is the Jets? I'm not giving. This could be right. It could not. But an answer correct. Eric, you gonna guess? Eric, do you want it? 
five. Was he oh. right or was he wrong? I'm not saying. Oh. So say your name if you want it, Tyler. Say your name if you want in. Five, four, three, Eric. two. Okay. What is the Jacksonville Jaguars? Wrong. Tyler, you want to guess or no? No, I'm good. All right, what is the New Orleans Saints? You control the board. Random for 200. <laughs> what are the only two current NFC teams that once competed in the AFC? All you have to, yeah, all you have to do is say one. What are the only two current NFC teams that once Eric. competed in the AFC? Eric. The Rams. <laughs> God, you're dumb. No, Eric, because you did not say what is. And I'm not saying you're right either. All uh, right, Patrick, are you guessing or no? What is the Rams? No. What is, Tyler, what is the uh, Cardinals? No. The answer is Seattle Seahawks. They used to be in the AFC West. Actually, both of these teams were in the AFC West. And Tampa Bay, I think, for one or two years was in the AFC West, too. So hmm. Seattle Seahawks and Tampa Bay. All right. Tyler, someday somebody else will control the board, but you still control right. it. Random for 300. All right. Who are the only two teams that have played each other at least twice in each of the last 90 years? Who are the only two teams that have played each other, played each other at least twice in each of the last Eric. nine years? And you have to say both these teams, Eric. Both matchups or both teams? You have to say both teams. Okay. Um, what say is? Correctly. Thank you. The Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers. Wrong. Good. Good, Patrick. Patrick. What are the Packers and the Bears? Wrong. It's what is. But I, I, as long as you say what, I don't care. But you are wrong. We don't even know the rules of this game. <laughs> Changing them. Five, four, three, two, one. The answer is Green Bay and Detroit. Since 1930, they've been playing twice a year. The Bears and the Packers, in theory, would have the longest streak, but labor problems caused those teams not to meet at all in 1982 and also canceled one of their 1987 meetings. Um, huh. Yeah, we, should, we, we definitely should have known that. Come on. All right, Tyler, you control the board. Random for 400. Tua at Baltimore in week two passed for 469 yards and six touchdowns. Who was, the who was the last other left-handed quarterback who finished the game with over 400 passing yards and four touchdowns? Tyler, what is Tim Tebow? <laughs> no. God, I love that answer, though. Just because you said Tebow, you should get a 100 points. You're going to have to go back in time. Eric. Eric. Oh, never mind. Nope. Nope. You buzzed. You buzzed. I don't even know a quarterback back in time who was left-handed. Oh, boy. Out of all people, you should know a quarterback that was left-handed. Well, <sighs> I, I know one, but I don't think it's him. Five, four, What is three. Steve Young? No. 
But you're only at negative 2,000 right now. Well, that's fine. All right, Patrick, do you want your shot? Five, four, three, two, one. The answer is Scott Mitchell for the Lions in 1995. Mitchell comes to mind, or hold on. Uh, only two other left-handed quarterbacks have had games with 400 yards and four touchdowns, which Steve Young was part of one and Boomer Sison. But Scott Mitchell, 400 yards and four touchdowns. They've had games with 400 yards and either four touchdowns. They haven't had both, I should say, at the same time. Does anybody All have right. points? Tyler's got 100. I have 100. <laughs> you, guys, you guys will probably get some points here. Was that random for four? That was random for four. I'll do random for five. All right. Only 12 teams in NFL history has a quarterback started 100 consecutive games. Who's the only quarterback who ended two of these streaks? Only 12 times in NFL history has a quarterback started 100 consecutive games. Who is the only quarterback who has ended two of these streaks? Eric. And he is a quarterback now. Eric. Say it correctly. Once uh, you just added another, I don't, I want to take it back because you just added that in there. So it took away my answer. Well, but what is I Tom hope, Brady? But is Tom Brady is not correct. Try to help you, man. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. The answer is Geno Smith. When the Giants sat down Eli Manning after 210 games in 2017, it was Smith who replaced him. And when Russell Wilson's 149 game streak came to an end in 2021 because of a broken finger, Smith replaced him for three games. Geno Smith. That was a tough one. I mean, See, all I these random thinking, ones are pretty tough. I, I was thinking they started 100 games. That's what I thought, too. And then 100 consecutive. That's exactly what I thought. Sorry. Just Sorry. reading what the question said. Sorry. All right, Tyler. Unlucky, unlucky for three. All right. Which team leads the league in drop passes? Tyler, Two. what is the Green Bay Packers? One. Five, four, three, two, one. The answer is, what is the LA Chargers with 20? All right, Tyler, still you, man. <laughs> Outranking ADP for 300. Which top 10 scoring wide receiver has most outperformed his ADP? Which top 10 scoring wide receiver has most outperformed his ADP? Five, four, three, two, one. Patrick. Patrick, I'll give you it. Jalen Waddle. Dude, I'll, ah. first off, say it right. I'll give you this opportunity since you are negative 900. What, what is Jalen Waddle? You're wrong. <laughs> All right, there's a couple more. Five. Eric. More. Eric. What is Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk is the correct answer for Woo! 400 points. I'm at like negative 3,000 now. 
No, you're negative 2200. Patrick is negative 1200 and Tyler is negative 200. All right. Can I, sorry, can I interject in, in uh, Jake's defense last week? I was listening last week and I was screaming like, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, what are you talking about? And he was saying it's hard to do under pressure. It's very hard to do under pressure. So, <laughs> Yeah, but the Stefan Diggs one, like, is there one that was, that was more easy. obvious? Other than Devontae Adams, no, I don't think so. Oh, uh, yeah. So. So I had a lot of people message me. I haven't told Jake this, but people are messaging me after the message. How the hell did he not get Stefan Dix? <laughs> I was just dying. So, all right, Eric, you control the board. We have four questions left. There is unlucky for four and five and outranking ADP for four and five. Um, let's do outranking ADP for 400. All right. Which top 10 scoring tight end has most outperformed his ADP? Tyler. Tyler. Uh, let's go with Tyler Higby. What is Tyler Higby? What is Tyler Higby? I got it in. You didn't say no. What is, what is, you answered it incorrectly. And I don't know if you, I'm not going to say you have it right or wrong. Here, <clears throat> on in this? All right. What is Tyler Conklin? Tyler Conklin is the correct answer. Hmm? <laughs> he is like, not rostered in any league and yet he's still a top 10 tight end that's all probably because he's had like two or three weeks with multiple touchdowns otherwise he hasn't done anything i started him one week he had one catch do you have the list on that where's Taysom on that i'm just curious because where was he no he was drafted he was drafted like his adp was 20 something it's, he was, he's actually who I thought was going to be the answer, but then when I Tyler Conklin's name was, I think he might be 10, Tyler Conklin, or 9 or something like that. He's, for the most part, not even drafted ever. Like, he's outside the top 50. So, all right. Eric, you're, uh, you're hot now, man. Uh, I know. I'm feeling it. And you're slowing me down here. Outranking ADP for 500. Which top 10 defense has most outperformed their ADP? I thought this was an easy one. I put it at 500 because I thought it would be helpful. Five, four, three, two, one. Which top 10 defense has most outperformed their ADP? The answer is what is the New York Jets? Hmm. All right, we have two questions left and then our final Jeopardy. Unlucky 400. All right, which quarterback leads the league in interceptions? Five, four, three. Tyler. Two. Tyler. What is Trevor Lawrence? That is wrong. Hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. The answer is what is Josh Allen at 10? Never to guess that. All right, final question. You don't have to say it. Unlucky for 500, which pass catcher has the most air yards of passes that weren't completed? Eric. Okay. Is there more to the question? Because you stopped. I thought that was it. I, was, I, I acknowledge that you oh, okay. have the floor. What is say Chris Olave? Chris Olave is correct for 500. All right, we are in final jeopardy. And here's going to be how this works. You get 
thousand points. <laughs> Since you guys can't. What, bid, are, the, what are the scores? If we get to know the scores. Right now, Tyler is sitting at negative one hundred. Eric is sitting at negative. Oh, Patrick is sitting at negative twelve hundred, and Eric is at negative thirteen hundred. Eric, you're making a comeback though. I was gonna. I'm say. at negative a thousand, not one hundred. Negative one hundred. Yeah, negative, negative thousand. Yeah, sorry, negative thousand, twelve hundred, and thirteen hundred for Eric. All right, final Jeopardy worth a thousand points. Do you guys have something you can write it down? Right. Do you guys have yeah. a blank sheet of paper that you could just write something down and you can flash on the screen? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, final Jeopardy. In the Super Bowl era, what quarterback has put together the most productive overall game? Assuming standard fantasy scoring, six points for, for touchdowns, rushing or receiving. This is quarterback. They only have it for four points for passing touchdowns. One point for every 20 passing yards and one point for every 10 rushing yards. So it's a little different because I think we do- One 20... point for every 10? Rushing yards? Rushing yards, yep, which is what we do right now. We In our league, we have six-point passing touchdowns, but this is four-point passing touchdowns, which I know a lot of people do, six-point rushing, or if you were to catch a ball, and then 20 yards passing. In the Super Bowl era, what quarterback has put together the most productive overall game? Do, 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 do. God, I love hearing that sound. Somebody's writing something. 10 seconds. I'm sure all of our listeners are just dying right now to hear the answer. All right, pens down. The question for Final Jeopardy and to determine our winner. In the Super Bowl era, what quarterback has put together the most productive overall game? The answer, you guys wanna show them on the screen for those watching? Well, God, Eric, I can't see what that, Way to write small. Eric has Patrick Mahomes. What? Thank you for writing. What is Patrick? <laughs> actually, Patrick has what is Michael Vick. Eric has what is Michael, Patrick Mahomes. And Tyler has what is Josh Allen. The answer. And one of you guys are correct and will take home the championship. The answer is Michael Vick. On a Monday night game between Philadelphia and Washington in November, in 2010, Vic completed 20 of 28 passes, 333 yards, and four touchdowns, while also running 80 yards and two touchdowns. I didn't even know he played in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl era. Era. Oh, okay. Not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read you these questions he, better? Do you see why he wins these, though? Like, how in the world is Eric ever winning? Well, it's because he's playing Jake. And Jake, <laughs> Jake just other than the Bears, I don't know what Jake knows. Jake is just he's the villain, so we keep him on this show. People like to bash Jake. So so with that said, our champion is the makeable insider, Patrick Donovan. Patrick, how does it feel? You are the champ. You know, just like my makeable team, I started off really slow, peaked at the right time, <laughs> caught my stride when I needed to. So Got smell from Tyler in uh, both both cases, so yeah, feeling good, feeling good. You would probably had more points had you said what is. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have matter. I still won. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, guys, do you have anything to say to our listeners before I end this podcast? 
Good luck going into the last week for everybody. Um, it's a big week for a lot of people. Like Patrick said, there's a lot of people still in the playoff hunt. So this is the last week to pick up your guys before the playoffs too. And uh, good luck to everybody. Good luck to the underdog. That's what I want. Underdogs rule. There will be a new yeah. champion crowd. Tyler will not be making the Super Bowl, but hey, I would take Miss in five years of the of the playoffs to win one Super Bowl. Yeah, don't uh, don't give anyone an easy an easy uh, route in the playoffs. Set your lineups. Yep. Even if you're out of it. I agree. All right. Also, I want to remind everybody of the little celebration we're going to do at the end of the year, January 8th, which is a Sunday at noon. I'm going to try to get everybody together in Plavo, Wisconsin at the place called the Annex. The owner of that, that uh, place is in the Mega Bowl League, so we want to go there and support him, and it'd be nice to get to know everybody. So I know a lot of people like Tyler, you live far away. Patrick, you're in Madison. So it's probably going to be tough for you guys to come this way but totally get it but those that are around i hope that you guys can come and like they said best of luck in the final week of the regular season and good luck yeah to everybody except whoever i'm playing i think i'm playing a guy named jim weaver so someone kick Derek's ass knock his ass out of the playoffs <laughs> i could still win and not make the playoffs it's there's a very good chance so i got my high points of the week i'm i'm good I'm good. So even if I make the playoffs, I'm going to get bounced right away. So I don't know what I want to, but at least I guess I give myself. Well, with that kind of attitude, you shouldn't make the playoffs. Have you seen my roster? With that type of attitude, you shouldn't be in the playoffs. You should just, I'm just, I'm just on the dump right. You do make it. So, all right, that's it for episode 16 of the Derek's <clears throat> Mega Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. If anybody wants the listener mailbag to ever come back, you do have to give me a call. Like I said, good luck. And as a wise man once said, word to your mother. See ya.